Welcome to the Dear Sister Podcast, a weekly, raw, and transparent conversation discussing topics centered around issues that most women face, but that we rarely discuss out of fear that we are the only ones experiencing them. So get ready to laugh, cry, but most importantly, be ready to heal. I'm your host, Jessica Janae. Okay, y'all, welcome back to another episode of the Dear Sister Podcast. I'm your host, Jessica Janae, and I'm super excited because today, well, on today's episode, I have joining with me three of my favorite people, um, my mother, Aunt Ronica, and Sydney. Everybody say hello. Hello. Okay, and so if you've heard of Sydney, it's probably because my first published book is called Jewels for Sydney, A Young Girl's Guide to Growing Up. Remember that you can purchase that on Amazon.com or you can go to JessicaJanae.com and purchase it just to throw that little plug in there. But today we're going to be having Girl Talk. And what's so cool about today's Girl Talk is because we have two different generations. We range in age from 50s to how old are you, Sydney? 11. 11. So between the ages of 11, so we have an 11 year old, a 20 something, a 50 something. Huh? 50 something? <laughs> we have 40 something. We have two 50 somethings. <laughs> Still think they're 30, maybe. Um, but. It's uh, it's gonna be a, it's gonna be a great episode because we have a lot of advice and it's gonna be centered on today's book. So the first chapter of Jewels for Sydney talks about love yourself, girl, or nobody will. So Sydney, what does that mean to you? Um, that means like learning how to appreciate yourself and loving yourself before you learn how to love anyone else. Okay, and that's really good because that. At your age, when I was your age, I did not understand that. Mm-hmm. Ironica, would you like to add something to that? No, I'm, I'm really impressed that Sydney is able to grasp a hold of that concept because mm-hmm. it's very important as you are growing up as a young lady to really embed that in your spirit, that you do need to love yourself mm-hmm. for you and not seek that validation from someone else. Right. So, what does loving yourself look like, Sydney, at 11 years old? What does it look like? Um, I think it's just looking at yourself with worth mm-hmm. and looking at yourself with pride. Okay. But not too much pride. You don't want to look cocky. Okay, so there's a difference between being cocky and being confident. Okay, cool. I think at 27, no. No, you're a little bit older than that now, dear. 28 okay at 28 (laughs) at 28 loving myself means that I make myself a priority that I show up for myself every day that I implement self-care so that means I have to put my phone on do not disturb um if I have to treat myself to a spa day or get my nails done or just doing things that make me happy maybe having a glass of wine whatever that is that's what loving yourself or nobody else will because i can't expect somebody else to treat me good if i can't even treat myself good what would y'all say loving yourself looks like at your age in in your older in your more seasoned years (laughs) yes (laughs) mature well it you know it it evolves over time Mm -hmm. so from sydney's perspective like she just said you know learning yourself 
worth and value and as you said mm-hmm. you mentioned the things that it means to you at your stage I know for me um, as a mother of two young adults and for Sydney it means that I need to take care of myself and love myself mm-hmm. even before my children my family because I'm not Y'all, sorry about that. My computer shut off, but we are back. Okay, so Monica, what were you saying about you were before you can basically show up for other people, you have to show up for yourself? Yeah, so one of the things that you'll find as you start incorporating other people in your lives, like your children and maybe your parents who are now elderly and your church, your community, people that you care about, you have to learn how to self-care, love yourself first, make time for yourself first so that you are able to provide the nurturing and provide and be available to those people in the capacity that you want to be. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm quite sure Jeanette can, <laughs> can chime in there. Oh, yes. I agree with you, <laughs> Yeah, my mother is real goofy right now. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> what, is, what does loving yourself look like right now at your age? Oh, at my age, um, loving myself is <laughs> uh, doing whatever I want to do now that God has blessed me to raise two children, a young man and a young lady, and... Um, now I'm doing I'm doing for Jeanette. I'm living for me. I'm putting I'm God first, about. and yeah. um, I'm I'm just living. I'm just living. So okay, so my podcast audience is the women are between eighteen to about thirty. Okay, so what advice would you give a young millennial woman about loving yourself? Like, what would be one jewel that they could take away from you about loving yourself? I would say the main thing would be at between that age, particularly if you're single, you don't have any kids, Mm -hmm. you don't have those type of responsibility is love yourself fully Mm -hmm. to the max. Meaning that it's really easy at that young age to make somebody else that top priority, whether Mm -hmm. it's you're looking for your boyfriend or your future husband or um, trying to fit into a clique or a sorority or or anything that does not incorporate you being focused on yourself. It's nothing mm-hmm. wrong. It's not selfish for you to put yourself or to make yourself a priority. Mm-hmm. I would encourage that now, particularly when you're young. If I had to go and do it all over again, mm-hmm. I would seriously focus more time and attention just to myself. Right. And that can be something like make a date with yourself once a week. You mm-hmm. know, go to the movies, go to your favorite restaurant. Mm-hmm. Not just go through the drive through a Chick-fil-A. I mean, no, sit down. Are you throwing shade? <laughs> Excuse me. Sit down at a really nice restaurant that you would like to go to sometimes and make a date with yourself and really enjoy it. Okay. So speaking of your younger self, what is one piece of advice that you would tell your young adult self? Like, if you could talk to the 28-year-old, no, let's say 25-year-old you, what is one thing that you would tell her? 
I think the one thing I would tell 25 year old Ronica, even though she was like fly as I don't know what back Oh my then, gosh. But <laughs> I would really tell her to go for everything. Mm-hmm. I mean, and that's one of the things that I do admire about you, Jessica, at mm-hmm. your age. Um, Thank you. You are a go getter and you, you're adventurous and you don't see things as being difficult or mm-hmm. um, being impeded by it may not look to be so easy. Mm-hmm. That's what I would do. Tell my 25 year old self again is mm-hmm. to just whatever that thing is, mm-hmm. go for go it. Go for it. What about you, mommy? <laughs> what would you tell 25 year old Jeanette? Can you come back to me, please? <laughs> <laughs> okay, Sydney. No, but really, I, um, to don't be afraid to step out on faith and and do do you. Mm-hmm. Um, That's what I'm talking you know, about. Do you, but but make sure that and that you have that you believe in yourself, believe mm-hmm. in yourself, and step out on faith, as I just said, um, and go for it. Go for it and try not to. You you will probably have some regrets and sort of some things that I wish I would have done differently. But as a, if I was twenty five, mm, no, I'm sorry. <laughs> I just had a moment. Twenty five, yeah. Live. You were in New live. York at twenty five. Yeah. Live, 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 and um, and live. So just and, live and do you know? Do you? I mean, you know, like yeah, have no say, yeah, you no limits. Right. I mean, and and don't be, you know, get so caught up in somebody else or what other people are thinking. Mm-hmm. Do what's best for you for for you. What you think is best for you, and it's okay to seek advice from your more vintage folks. You know, mm-hmm. like your parents or your grandparents. Or somebody who has already been through some things, um, seek advice. You you don't always have to take the advice, but at least listen. You throwing listen. shade? No, I'm not trying to trying to show shade. I'm just saying <laughs> <laughs> perspective. Yeah. Per, you know, different perspective definitely has has its has its value in place. Yeah. And um, throwing shade. <laughs> <laughs> Sydney, what would you? What question would you want one of us to answer? Like, what question about life do you have? Um, Whether it be boys, friendships, self love. I have um, actually one of the chapters in your book, "Boys and From Mars." Mm -hmm. Um, I really like that because I think. I haven't really read the whole book. <laughs> okay, I'm going to be honest. <laughs> I haven't read the whole book. I thank you for your honesty. I know it. I've seen some of it. <laughs> and what I like, I've, what I've seen so far, I love. Not just like I love. But um, I want, could you explain to me what that was like about? That means? Yeah. Okay, so when I say um, boys are from Mars, I think... Growing up, um, 
a lot of times girls, we automatically assume that boys are designed just like us. Mm -hmm. And so as you get older and you start to like boys, you expect them to think the way that you think and to um, view things the way that you view them. And that's definitely not the case. Like by design, by God's design, men and women, male and female, we are designed differently. But we're designed differently for a reason. And I think at my age, I am learning to think or I'm learning um, to be open-minded to the fact that men just don't think like women, and that's okay. And that's just with people in general because we're we are, we're all raised differently. We're all um, exposed to different things at different times in our life. Um, we all have different life experiences, so we have to be open to the fact that we can't expect people. We just can't automatically expect people to feel the way that we feel, to think the way that we think, and we have to be okay with that. And so when I say boys are from Mars, I mean like they're very, they're just different. And they're hard to fit into a box. They're hard to put into a category. And you're not going to always understand them. And that is okay. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. So let me, give you an, let me give you a real life example that, that's probably age appropriate for you. Mm-hmm. So remember, maybe this was when you were in third or fourth grade. And... You was telling me a, about a boy in your class and how he would tease the girls and how he would, te- or sometimes he would tease you. Mm-hmm. And I told y'all, look, I said, because he probably likes you. I said, boys, mm-hmm. I said, at your age, you know, when they like a girl, they'll target her and be like, always finding something to say, like, oh, she's ugly mm-hmm. or she, and it, it, it comes across as being hurtful or he's trying to be the class clown, right? He's mm-hmm. trying to clown on you because he really liked you. <laughs> now, a girl, on the other hand, if she really likes a boy, she's not going to come across that way. She's going to probably giggly around him and gushy and whispering, you know, with her little girlfriends. So that's the difference. That's what she means that mm-hmm. the boys are from Mars. Mm-hmm. And then as they get older and start getting into my age group, then they still act the same way <laughs> at different levels. So what advice would y'all give to a 20 20- something you're old about men I would definitely say, you know and this may sound cliche-ish I'm quite sure it'll probably come across as old-fashioned but there are some things in time that are timeless that never changes mm-hmm. no matter how fads in society evolve a man wants to be the hunter Mm-hmm. True. So I would definitely tell all young ladies, and as Sydney gets older, mm-hmm. um, and when she's old enough to start dating, and which is thirty-five, <laughs> you know, let the young man pursue hunt you. you. Mm-hmm. Let him pursue mm-hmm. you. Let him. I mean, I have young. The the thing for Sydney is that she has older brothers. Hmm. And they'll be able to provide verbal advice to her. Mm-hmm. And then they'll they'll also be able to provide advice to her through her observation of them. Yeah, I'm sure you observed a lot. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. It's like I'm a wing girl 24-7. Oh, wow. I hope none of their That's... girls listen to the podcast, Sydney. Oh. <laughs> Maybe. If you were listening, I probably sent you up with one of them. <laughs> I cannot. Mom, you got some advice about men? 
Oh, God. Oh, okay. Why are you thinking about that? I have a question. Um, and this is a very, we try to be hot on this podcast, honest, open, and transparent. The men that you marry, because a lot of females my age, we have our ideal man involved. Do you feel like you married your daddy? No. Do you feel like I mean, you, you know, married I'm about someone who reminds you of your dad? No. Um, Do you feel like you married the type of man you said that you wanted as you were growing up? Absolutely not. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not, I'm not sure gonna say absolutely. No, I'm not. I'm not because you. If you're being honest and transparent, right? Mm-hmm. Being like for real. Mm-hmm. I'm tell you, lady, everything that you thought about marriage and your mate and your husband mm-hmm. is delusional. Okay, it's <laughs> it's not realistic. Oh, Most of the time, it's based off. You know, this movie and, 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 and so, you know, love mm-hmm. songs and ballads. It's 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 unrealistic, mm-hmm. and and also what you it's like all the major things in life. Mm-hmm. What you thought that you want or what you felt that was appealing to you does not necessarily equate to being what's right for you, right? And what right. you need, right? You know. So that's why I said absolutely not. Because, absolutely you know, not. You know, you you go into, you know, you go into these relationships. You go into this marriage, and and I had a wonderful mother. You go into where you you get this advice from your mother. You listen to older women, mm-hmm. but it's kind of like you hear it and you don't hear it because mm-hmm. you already have this pre-formulated version of what you want. Right. Mm-hmm. And what you're gonna get, and it and it has to look like that, and then you, and as soon as you get a version of that, or sometimes you really don't even get it, you just conjure up in your mind that that person fits this idea, right? And you make that person fit into this thing, and it, you know, life is about evolution and. Mm-hmm. How you feel at 25 will be totally and, different. Yeah, at at 35. Mm-hmm. I feel like um, my as I get older, what I want in a husband starts to change as I ask God to align my desires with His desires. Because of course, when I was Sydney age, I just wanted him to be tall, fine, handsome. <laughs> You know, all that good stuff. But as I get older, I want a man of integrity because I feel mm-hmm. like a man of integrity, he'll... Stands tall. He'll stand tall and he'll mm-hmm. at least try to be his best, do his best, whether he's in front of me or whether he's somewhere else. A man of integrity or anybody of integrity, period. Mm-hmm. Like, I want you to think about what you're doing with the back of your mind, like, God is watching me. Like, we all make mistakes because we're all human. But at the end of the day, I want a man of integrity Integrity, because I feel like your integrity and your character will speak for you when I'm not there. Absolutely. You get what I'm saying? Um, and so I was listening to Sarah Jakes this morning, and she said something like that I always knew, but it was like, okay, that's definitely something I need to add to my list. She said that her father, which is Bishop Jakes, for those of you who don't know who Sarah Jakes is, that her father told her, because um, after her divorce, um, he was like, okay, now you're about to start dating again for marriage. And he told her that you need to make sure that the person that you're dating and you end up marrying is somebody that could stand by your side when you're putting me in the ground. Mm-hmm. 
And so when she said that, I was like, oh my goodness, like that is very important. I feel like a lot of times women my age, um, we kind of think of right now and not future things. Like we are growing up. And like I told my friends when Tristan passed away, like we are getting older. Like we're not little girls anymore. Mm -hmm. And so I think a lot of times girls see a package and it may just fit them right now, but they don't think long term. Like, is this guy gonna be good for, for example, Jessica in ten years? Right. You get what I'm saying? Because there's a chance that he will change, but there's also a chance that he may never change. Mm-hmm. And you have to ask yourself, are you okay with that? I also have women who are going through heartbreak right now and I try to tell them like you don't know what God is protecting you from like that's why I tell my friends like I'm not about back in the day I would like ask me like why you don't want to talk to me like why you don't like me but now if you don't want to talk to me if you can't see my value that's God saving me like I thank God every day for the men or the boys who were men age-wise who couldn't see my value, who couldn't see my worth, because I know that God was protecting me from something. Not saying that they're a bad person, just saying that God could be protecting me because he knew that they would not fit where he's taking me. He could be saving you. He could be saving me, and he could be saving them from from me, okay? Right, I mean, you know, like the... Another cliche. I don't want to sound like a bunch oh of cliches. You know, sometimes you have to lose <laughs> to win. You know, and losing sometimes doesn't necessarily mean what you just said. Doesn't mm. mean that you've actually lost, but it feels like a loss to you right. at the time. Because I'm not going to sit here and oh um, make it feel as if when these things don't work out, even though down the road it's going to be for your better, that you don't feel the sting from that you don't feel the hurt from that Mm -hmm. because you were vested in that at the time Mm -hmm. um something that i saw actually today something i read it was an article that i read um of a young lady wrote she was talking about lauren london's grief about nipsey hustle and i never Mm -hmm. heard of this young man until um he was killed through my son my oldest son um But she wrote in this article, she wrote, that man taught her the game, didn't run it on her. Mm. He taught her inner peace, and it was also her peace. Mm. Now, particularly that last sentence. Is that the text that she sent him? hmm. That's the text she sent him? No, this was just a young lady that that wrote the article. But I particularly love the order of the second sentence. Mm -hmm. when It said, he taught her inner peace. And was also her peace. Because mm-hmm. oftentimes we look at that man, that young man, the man, our husband, our fiance, our boyfriend, mm-hmm. as a person who's supposed to bring peace, make us feel peaceful, mm-hmm. make us feel at peace. Mm-hmm. But it's not in that order. He helped her, from what I, this is how I interpret that sentence, he helped her mm-hmm. for her to find her inner peace about herself, herself right. and within herself and through that mm. he provided peace to her right. right so the other sentence was talking about see young ladies he didn't run gaming I mean that's just something that from both Jeanette and I from when we were teenagers starting to date you know running game that's that's always been around that's mm. not nothing new exactly. mm-hmm. and 
but he taught her game, meaning that he taught her things. So that's the kind of I would I would say to young ladies trying to relate to them to mm-hmm. re- relate to the older version of Sydney. Mm-hmm. If you learn how to, again, getting back to your book, if you learn how to find the value and love yourself and appreciate yourself Mm -hmm. at a young age, not only do you illuminate that within, Mm -hmm. you also project that and extend that out into the world. And guess what you're going to attract? You're going to attract that back. Right. So you attract what you... What you are. Men, again, like I said, men are hunters, right? Mm-hmm. So when you hunt, you're hunting for prey. You're hunting. And some men, some hunters hunt mm-hmm. for food, right, mm-hmm. to sustain them. And some hunt for sport as a trophy, right? Hmm. So. That was a word. Yes, ma'am. That was a word. When you use that, I want the royalties on it. <laughs> So, everybody on this podcast heard of that, right? I did not. <laughs> so, when, if, you, if you're out there projecting mm-hmm. neediness, cleanliness, you want somebody to validate you, mm-hmm. guess what? A hunter is going to be able to. They're going to pick up on that. They're going to pick up on that. Mm-hmm. And that, that and, and he's going to be, you're going to be his prey. That's who, that's who you're going to attract. Mm-hmm. But when you go out there and you know what you're, projecting is confidence and that you know I know who I am Mm -hmm. and if you're not of equal value Mm -hmm. keep on moving Mm -hmm. then that's what you're gonna gonna so basically not settling absolutely not not settling so what is the difference in your opinion between um compromising and being open-minded versus settling because like for me I have constantly asked myself, like, okay, Jessica, are you just really being a prune versus are you are you just not selling? Does that make sense? It does. Like, one thing I cannot settle on, and some people will get me for this, but I want a man who loves God for real. Now, do we got to talk about God 24-7? No. Because... Mm-hmm. That's just that's It'll just show I mean. up You don't have to But Yeah and I told this girl I said The man that God has for you he'll, You'll see God in him Through his actions mm-hmm. Not Absolutely. not your words Because one of my friends Called me and was like Jess like this guy He's really nice But all he talks about is God Everything I say He Somehow puts it on God Like even when I try to flirt with him Like he's Puts it on God I'm just like Sis The man that God has for you Like You will see God through his actions Not Necessarily through his words Because the devil knew scripture Absolutely. You get what I'm saying So, And one thing that I cannot um, that I'm, I, I don't know how to say it But I want a man who loves God for real Like because at the end of the day When things get rocky When mm-hmm. things go north Like I want him to find solace in God Not his homeboys Not another female mm-hmm. Not this Not that Like I want him to find his security and his safety and his comfort in God because my pastor always talks about how um there are men who don't go to church and that's what the enemy loves because the man is the head of the household Mm -hmm. so if he can cut off the head then he can get to the rest of the body so do you think it's bad that when I say like if you don't if you're not a man of God like not I don't say a man of God but I don't know like I just can't deal with a man who don't go to church right 
And I'm not about to beg you to go to church because you're grown. I don't got to beg you to go to work. I don't have to beg you to go to the gym. So I'm not about to beg you to go to church. Do you feel like, in your honest opinion, am I, like, being a prone and I should be a little bit more open-minded that everybody's not where I'm at? Or what do you think? Because no. at the end of the day, there's a chance that he may change and end up going to church. But then there's a chance that he may never change and that just may be him. And I don't want to bring kids in right. with the have a husband that doesn't go to church. Right. Because, well, you know, I mean, you know, okay. And so, not just go to church. I want you to be involved. Right. Okay. So, compromise is when you're... When you're able to keep the big picture in front of you mm-hmm. and know how to differentiate between the big picture mm-hmm. and the small stuff, like how <laughs> yet again another cliche. Don't uh-huh. <laughs> sweat the small. Here stuff. comes another cliche. Don't sweat the small stuff. You should so, make your own podcast about cliche. <laughs> <laughs> That's what compromise is. So compromise is, okay, you know what, he really gets on my nerves. He never, mm-hmm. ever puts the toilet, the toilet seat down mm-hmm. after he uses it. Or compromise is that, you know, he, it, once a week he has to go to McDonald's or mm-hmm. he knows I'm trying to eat healthy. And, you know, those are things that you compromise about. Right. Um, you compromise about um, the, the side of the bed. I mean, what I'm saying is that... Mm-hmm. Things that really does not make a significant impact to what the big picture is for y'all. That's <laughs> okay. what you compromise. Oh, you wow. <laughs> That's what you compromise 10, about. 10, 20 p.m. The big thing? No. Mm-hmm. So, you know for you what's going to be able to keep Jessica mm-hmm. as a wife, mm-hmm. as a mother one day. Mm-hmm. Is to be married to a man of God mm. that some things are non-negotiable. Right. I mean, that's just like some something physical. Like I can't smoke. I can't date a smoker. I'm not compromising. That's a, that's a big thing. Mm-hmm. So know? it's not bad that I won't. <clears throat> I cannot date a guy who smokes cigarettes. Now, if you smoke a little Mary Jane every now and then, I said Mary Jane. We can work on that. You know. But so it's like things like that. Is that something that I cannot? I don't agree with that. I mean, I'm sorry. <laughs> if you can work on somebody who may smoke Mary Jane, but somebody you should be able to work on somebody who who's not going to church, because I I think that you you as a person, mm-hmm. if that if that guy whomever it is that God is going to bless you with, praise the Lord. Um, if he if he's not a church a person that goes to church maybe you he may you know maybe I can be an example you might be an example and and you could draw him to the church but I would not just say I won't date a guy because they don't go to church no I don't think I don't think that's fair not dating I, yeah I dating and dating is one thing because well I mean because you got to date before you get married right. but, so, but 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 you're not going to find that perfect person. You're not going to find everything that Jessica wants. You're not going to f- find that person that... In one night's and, bow, No, yeah. you're not going to find it all at once. But what I do feel in my heart that if 
you know, if you um, really care about that person and he really cares about about you, mm. he will go to church with you sometimes. And then eventually he'll be telling you, well, let's go to evening service. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, don't give up on a person because they don't, they don't go to church. I mean, as long as they have manners and they respect you and they treat you like the queen that you should be treated as, give them a chance. Mm. And then that's where the spirit, the spirit of discernment also comes into play as mm-hmm. well. Because, you know, God, he, he, he wants to give us the desires of our hearts mm-hmm. that is in line with, with his will for our life, right? Right. So if that's a desire of your of your heart, mm-hmm. and I I can't speak for God, but I don't think that that's probably not going to be a far fetched will for your life mm-hmm. that He would have for you. I, I don't see that would be against what He would have for your for your life. Mm-hmm. Then, um, like Jeanette said, but in those situations, I said, you know, tread slowly. Be very intentional about knowing when things are evolving into the right direction Mm -hmm. or when when it's time for you to cut your losses. Because, you know, there may come a time where someone and and, and that's where, again, honesty and integrity comes, because when Mm -hmm. you have these upfront conversations Mm -hmm. with people. I'm not saying that you meet somebody on the first date, you have a laundry list of demands, no. Right. But after some dating and you and, and the two of you feel that, okay, you know, I, we want to be exclusive to one another mm-hmm. and we want to see what, you know, where this goes from here, that's mm-hmm. the time to start having honest and open dialogue about. And if he, for me, communication is key. Mm-hmm. And if he cannot talk to you if he can't mm-hmm. open up to you if he can't you know and, and and again like Jeanette said that comes again with time mm-hmm. you know life is about an investment and relationship long term relationship is like mm-hmm. a long term investment it mm-hmm. means that you're going to steadily put in even when you don't see anything coming right, back in right. return right. but you know that you're making a good investment and that's right. where discernment comes in okay well thank you ladies for that discussion, Sydney. Yes. We're about to wrap up today's episode. Oops. So wait, I have, I have <laughs> something to say. Okay. <laughs> Bear with me here. Okay. So. Oh God. Um, Anjanette said something about um, oh cheating you like who you are, and if you and okay, just. Tell them to get over it, right? Y'all, give us a second. It's a lot going on. It's a lot going on. Sydney, they don't understand the routine. I don't even know why they're tripping like that. I mean, it's just girls. It's a lot going on right now. Okay, Sydney, what are you trying to say? Yeah, ask your question. Um, said to... Um, about a man treating you like who you are, and most you guys probably don't know this, but I am a sketcher. I love drawing, and I'm doing. Oh my gosh! Get over it. Okay. Um, about a hashtag called, 
for this black girl magic. <laughs> um, so I think that has inspired me to do a sketch of a woman with a crown. Mm-hmm. Okay. And what would that represent? Oh, um, knowing your worth. Knowing your worth. Okay. And I think that's important. Why do you think that's important? Um, it's good for just. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's good for um, knowing your worth is good for. Self, self, self. Yeah, self esteem. Um, knowing how you should be treated. Um, understanding what you really mean and mm-hmm. what oh god I do not I was just gonna tell y'all I was gonna scare something I didn't think I would have to explain no, it. Good job. so <laughs> do you feel like all of your friends that you're friends with do you feel like they know their self-worth at 11 years old I mean I'm not here to throw shade but I feel like some of the some people that I know for eleven years old mm-hmm. I'm going a little too fast. Well, what do you mean by that? I mean it's, I mean just like trying to hand quote date and trying to I mean I understand crushes in the fifth grade, that's of course it's gonna happen. I didn't see having boyfriends and girlfriends and like telling people to on the bus to give you your number. I didn't see that one coming. I did not. Um, but I feel like I <laughs> I um, don't feel comfortable with that at all. Okay. And I feel like <laughs> you are crazy. People need to slow, slow down, down mm-hmm. because you have your whole life to yeah. do that. And um, these boys in the fifth grade are not worth it. <laughs> wow, you remind me a lot of my friend Kanisha. So, <clears throat> Ironica was—you were saying something earlier about one of your friends. She's very pretty, and Ironica was saying that you—she you loved that about Sydney. Yeah, I was just going to tell Sydney, and I always tell Sydney this all the time. I just now tell her, I'm like, Sydney, I hope you just stay this way forever. Mm-hmm. I hope that it's my prayer for her. One <clears throat> of my prayers for her is that she remains confident enough about herself mm-hmm. that she doesn't feel insecure about lifting someone else up. Right. Um, right. Sydney is the person that she can see a stranger at Target, another little girl or an adult, and like, oh, I like your shoes, Mm -hmm. or I like your hair, Mm -hmm. and, you know, I I hate to label all kids in this generation of kids, but it's so much meanness. Mm -hmm. I mean, more so than when I was growing up, and it's like, particularly with girls, Mm -hmm. they just seem like they're just getting younger and meaner, and Mm -hmm. it's like, um, again, self-value and loving yourself and, mm-hmm. and, and nurturing yourself and learning how to appreciate and love yourself. Mm-hmm. I think that that really would combat a lot of that. Social media is great. Technology is 
is is needed and necessary but right. sometimes at the same at the same time I feel that it's it's been a downfall yeah. mm-hmm. you know because there's so much competition where girls feel like they need to look a certain way or they need to behave a certain Insta-body. way body yes um, yeah, who insta body it's, oh, like a, it's a stereotype yeah you know yeah I mean like Okay, who talked about that in fifth grade? I don't know, right? <laughs> I don't even know what it means. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, granted, we were still playing on the on the playground in fifth grade. Yeah, right? Mom, <laughs> we don't take it that far. I mean, we still play on the playground. I mean, we still have recess. Yeah, so. Um, Elementary school. That's what I was going to say. I just really appreciate the fact that she's genuine and sincere about when she she loves to um uplift other people mm-hmm. particularly like other girls like her friends and you know other girls that she knows she may even ride the bus with or something like that it can mm-hmm. be something as simple as that and jessica for your for your age group as well and even for our age group i mean Throughout time, women, we've always had to deal with cattiness and um, bickering and, and, you know, and not not getting along. And I think a lot of that stems from not really being able to appreciate you for yourself. Because when you do that, then you're not going to get into this jealous mode of somebody else. Or wanting what somebody else is what somebody else has and mm-hmm. comparing yourself. And I know with today's society it can be especially for my generation, maybe Sydney. Luckily Sydney has a mindset of her own, but with so much on social media and society telling you um that this is the the right trend. look or this is the trend. I'm grateful that Sydney has more because when I was your age, Sydney, I did not have celebrities that looked like me, mm-hmm. except for like video chicks who were half naked. Those were only the those were really the only dark skinned girls that I saw. But now you have like Kelly Rowland, she's a pretty brown girl. You have Issa Rae, she's a beautiful brown girl. You have Marcin. um Marce Martin, your twin, <laughs> yes. Um, and so you have so many different people that you can say, hmm. They're good people to look up to outside of my people. Does it make sense? Mm-hmm. Because reality is a lot of times kids, we look up to somebody that we really don't know. Mm-hmm. And it may be for one reason. It could be for another. But I'm happy that you're seeing more of a diverse um, representation of yourself in the media now. Because I didn't have that. When I was growing up, it was always like, you know, light-skinned girls got the acting roles and dark-skinned girls were just the naked girls in the music video. So I'm really excited that Hollywood, which is where most of our, unfortunately, that's where most of our role models come from, um, it's starting to be diverse. So, mm-hmm. And I'm glad that at your age, I'm glad that at your age, you know how to love yourself. And you can love other people. And I tell one of my homegirls all the time, I appreciate, one thing I appreciate about her is that she lets her light shine by celebrating the light in others. Mm -hmm. And I think the more women do that, the more we'll see a shift in society, you know? Absolutely. So, um, 
we're gonna wrap up today's episode because i try to keep these under 45 minutes um but who would like to leave everybody go around and leave one jewel for my audience one piece of jewel that they can take and apply to their weed that they can carry with them throughout the week um from this last part it's just kindness just keep it in your heart and it will make yourself look good make yourself feel better make other people feel better and it's pretty important for your image hmm. good job sis Oh, kindness. I like that. How toast to that. Um, ladies, the jewel that I would like to leave for you all to apply <laughs> this week and every week is date yourself one day a week. Or at least once like a month. That. One, you know, once every other week, once a month. Mm-hmm. Like really be intentional about it. Mm-hmm. Like don't say, don't count if you go get your nails done every two weeks of that. No, that's not your dating yourself. So give us an example. An example would be, like I said earlier, like going to a nice sit down restaurant. Mm-hmm. Um, not the drive through Chick-fil-A. That does not count. <laughs> go to a nice sit down restaurant. Um go to a movie go take a walk if you're a walker you know Mm -hmm. or if you like outdoors and that's something that you normally would do with somebody else go do that Mm -hmm. you know for yourself just learn how to make time to do something really nice for yourself Mm -hmm. okay um i would say just um as Veronica said, pretty much, be good to yourself. Um, share the love. Each one, teach one. Um, and just enjoy life. Enjoy life. And stay watchful. Um, this week, I would say celebrate other people this week. Find something about another woman that you can highlight or you can lift up or celebrate. Um, Because I feel like when we celebrate the light in others, we allow our light to grow even more. Um, And so with that being said, I hope that you all have an awesome week. Continue to be kind to each other. Um, Continue to be open-minded, but don't settle. Um... What else did we talk about? Continue to celebrate the light in others so that your light can shine. Be impeccable with your speech. Um, be your best. And what else did we talk about? Love yourself. Love yourself or nobody else will. And un- or no one else will because you can't expect other people to treat you good or show it for you if you don't show it for yourself. And you have to remember that boys are really for Mars. Because they're designed differently than us. And we have to be okay with that. And we have to be open to accepting their differences. The same way that they have to be open to accepting our differences. So thank you, Sydney, for joining me today. Yes. Thank you, Aunt Veronica, for joining me today. You're very welcome. Thank you, Mother, for joining me today. You're welcome. And I hope that you all have an awesome week. Remember that I love you all. And there's absolutely nothing that you can do about it. But love me back.